Alrighty, this week we've got a good friend of mine. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Old boss, current boss, whatever. <laughs> uh, Coden. If you don't know Coden, he is the owner, creator, entrepreneur of Tipsy Tours, Gold Coast and Sunny Coast. What else? Winchester Distillery. Gold Coast Best Hidden Secret. You. And <laughs> there's something else. Oh, that's about it. I've Chester. probably one of the best receding hairlines on the Gold Coast too. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Well, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's not rich. The, the mo it? is something to be discussed later on. That's beautiful. <laughs> I do rate it. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Tipsy Tours is a tour company on the Gold Coast. It is. Where you yeah. get drunk and they'll drive you around up the mountain, Tambourine Mountain, distilleries, wineries. What else is there? Breweries. And just yeah. our distillery. Fuck everyone And else's. our distillery, yeah. yeah. Forget the other distilleries. Fuck them. Just our one. Do you know how it started? You no. know how Tipsy Tours started? No. Well, this is one of our questions. So oh. hit us. Oh, shit. Here we go. And right into it. <laughs> Let's go. So um, I, I used to design homes for a building company in Canberra. Yep. And then moved up to the Gold Coast, met a girl, fell in love, got engaged. Nice. Current, then, current then girl? She, no. Oh, whoa. And she cheated on me and I ditched her. Went to Europe, got blind drunk for six <laughs> months. Came back, lost everything to this chick. Fuck. had enough money to buy a van. So I bought a van and uh, when I was in Europe, everyone kept saying, you're from Australia, I want to go, but it's too expensive. So I thought, I'm going to do these cheap backpacker trips. <laughs> so I bought a van, a 12-seater. I stole my parents' six-by-four trailer. <laughs> I threw all their backpacks in it. I had surfboards, spear guns, everything. And I'd do 15-day adventure trips up to Cairns. And uh, we'd start from Byron Bay. and We'd just cruise up. We'd do everything along the way. It was all cheap, all free camping. Like on the side of the road, we'd pull up at people's farms and flick them some <laughs> cash and stay in one of their paddocks and stuff. It was That's awesome. Cool. And, um, and then when I'd come back to the Gold Coast, because it's exhausting. Like you're on the whole time. with backpackers are up until yep. 2 o'clock getting pissed and half of them are all stoned the whole time. Especially Germans, they're always they're always stoned, eh? And um, and then when I got back to the Gold Coast, uh, I skipped a part of the story. Actually, when I was in Canberra, I had no friends because it's Canberra. Like no one lives there; it's a shithole. Yeah. Except for the people that live there, you're all very lovely people. Um, unless you're a politician, then fuck you. Um, yeah. But I had a friend of mine on the Gold Coast rang me and said, "I'll pay you three hundred bucks to get naked at a hands party." For, like, the nude art stuff? Yeah. I was like, not a chance in the world. Like, I don't want anyone <laughs> seeing my little willy. And um, so, anyway, I did it. And it was awesome. Petrifying. Getting naked for the first time in front of a bunch of strangers. <laughs> must must do for everybody. You have to give it a crack. Just once. Just once. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, when I'd, when I'd get back from the adventure trips and I'd be back on the Gold Coast, a bunch of my girlfriends that knew that I used to do this stripping, I guess, or nude art for these hens parties, when you've got a bus and you used to get your gear off. Oh, so no. when you drive us topless to the wineries, we're doing a hens party. <laughs> so I started driving topless to these wineries and then putting my shirt back on and going into these wineries and everyone seemed to enjoy it. Nice. So it was all under budget backpacker bus <laughs> company. And then, uh, yeah, after that, it just turned into these just these wine tours. I ditched the backpackers and... Sweet. Then um, my current partner, well, partner, wife, I guess. Got commitment yeah, issues. True. <laughs> wife. Um, 
Baby yeah, she, she's obviously has a marketing company and said, you need to change the name of Budget Bus because it sounds <laughs> shit. And then I came home from a tour one day and she went, look at this. And it was Tipsy Tours and she had redone all the logos and branding and everything and Tipsy Tours was born. Right, so she came up with the name? She did. Nice. Yeah, all credit to her. Nice. It's a good name. Very very good. Makes, yep. you, makes you know what's going to happen because you do not come back sober at all. No. If you've no. ever been on one, it is... It's not a wine tour. It's a tipsy tour. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you've driven a lot of them. I drove... Since 2015, I started that. And yeah. I drove up until pretty much 2017 when Bryant came on board. Yep. Might have been 16, actually. He came back from Europe. And then um, Bryant, who was the first guy on board, he used to get topless with us. <laughs> so we ended up going from this little 12-seater bus to coaches. Yep. And him and I would draw straws to see who was getting naked in the back of the bus <laughs> and who was going to drive the tour. Uh, um, unfortunately for me, he's a much better looking guy. He's got more hair, <laughs> got an accent, so he does. It sucks for me, a strange one. I don't know whether it's English or what it is, but he's born in New Zealand, but he's he sounds like a pom. It does, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's a weird mixture. He's a bitzer. He, he is. Not that even is. his parents like him. <laughs> oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> his brother's a better driver anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> he's got shit hair though, but. <laughs> So yeah, so now so, you are, you've got what twenty seventeen, you and Brant, yeah, and then you start to. I think he prefers being called Grant. Grant, yeah, Grant, Grant, yeah, Grant. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever his name is, but um, yes, yeah, so then you start to expand. So where are you? Is this just pick up a bus and pick them up from where they are? Yeah, it 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 grew rapidly. Tipsy yeah. tours grew very quickly from. 2000, from 2015 for a year and a half, two years, until Brant came on board, um, it was it was just me, one, two tour a week. Yeah. That was pretty much it. And then Brant came on, it was three, four tours a week. Um, and then from the minute Brant came on board till, let's say, COVID, yep. it went from the two of us to 27 drivers. We had offices, Gold Coast, Brisbane, and the Sunshine Coast. We became biggest tour company of its kind in australia nice. we became the number one google reviewed tour company of its kind in the world yes lovely. um and then covid hit and then yeah that was expensive yep bloody oath because we that was very expensive well i didn't come on board <laughs> till after covid but during covid you refunded everyone yeah i think it was i think it was the 23rd of march old love said we're shutting actually it was it was scomo he went we're all shutting down licensed venues, all that sort of stuff. Everyone stay at home. You're all going to die from the, <laughs> the Chinese Kung Flu. I don't know if I'm allowed to say Chinese Kung Flu. Uh, you can. You can say whatever you want on here. Oh, fuck. All right. No censorship. The Chinese Kung Flu, it is. It's like Twitter <laughs> now. I must go in today. You just yeah, say exactly. what you want. I wonder Who if cares? Trump will come back on Twitter now. I wonder if he'll let him back on. There was a thing where they are talking about Trump coming back. They think they will let him. But um, I think like... Thirty percent more. I don't know when. I don't know how they rate it, but people yeah. start using the N word a lot more again. And wow! Yeah, real That's sexist naughty. apparently. Oh. It's turned hectic real quick. <laughs> so <laughs> and yeah. he's only out it for what, forty-eight self. hours. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Far out, far out. <laughs> um, yeah. I th- so they they shut us down, and then I turned my phone off because we had we had about one hundred and forty-eight tours booked in. <sighs> Um, at that time when they shut down, and I feel real, I felt really sorry for everyone because 
We're not wine tour. Like, you're not a wine connoisseur that wants to do these. You're not a yeah, sommelier exactly. that's doing these tours. Like, it's Queensland wines. It's a day session. It's a birthday. It's an engagement. Whatever the event is for your party, that's we take you to these places. We'll get you home safely. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. Um, so all these people are like, you know, the, yeah, their tours are cancelled and it's sad, but like most of these girls are on a hen's party, so like their wedding's completely fucked. Yeah, exactly. Everything's everything's sort of turned upside down for these girls. So my phone did not stop ringing, and it. It was pretty stressful for me. I, I literally turned my phone off. didn't answer any calls. I turned my phone off. Um, I rang my business, well, my, my best mate and who's a coach, like my life coach, I guess. Um, oh, how rude. I'm on a, I'm on a podcast <laughs> and I've got my it phone turned on. never stops. That? I'm so sorry, good. 934, your number. I would have sent you a, a message <laughs> saying to ring Alan. How rude of me. And turn that, turn that on <laughs> silent. Um, yeah, so... Turned my phone off, rang a couple of people, basically said, what do, what do I do in this situation? And they were, they were all business owners and they sort of went, we got our own problems, deal with it yourself. <laughs> um, no, they were really good. And then my, my wife now, um, Monique, at the time I spoke to her and said, what am I going to do? She owns a marketing company and production company. So, unique yeah, creative. unique creative. We're actually in one of her studios. <laughs> if you're watching. Um, so her, her business was the opposite. She started getting phone calls almost day one saying, hey, we need to go online, we need video content, we need this, we need that. So she ended up getting work from Spanish companies out of New York, in New Zealand, in Sydney, Melbourne. She was getting work all over the place to try and get content as fast as they could. So everything was going online, like all these people that were, you know, doing motivational talking and filling out, you know, (laughs) bloody massive places or travelling around. They couldn't do it anymore. A lot of education places, they just, it sort of buggered them all up. So they all had to go online and have all this content. So mom was filming heaps of stuff. So she was like, I don't have time for this. I'm too busy. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Which was nuts. And she she only had an office at home at that point. So she was flat stick. And then, yeah, I went, all right, well, fuck it. How long is this going to last for? And I sort of went, it's only going to last three months, maybe. Because at that point, no one really knew what the hell it even was. Yeah. Um, so I turned my phone back on. I rang everyone from closest to her to furthest away for th- three months and just spoke to every single one of them, just listened to their story. And there was so much tears from me and from everyone I was speaking to because, like I said, it's they're losing weddings. they got yeah. 50th birthdays. It was a 90th birthday. I had to cancel. Oh. Like That would have been epic. Um, so we just refunded 100% of everyone's money and I refunded $68,000 in three days and then didn't operate Jesus. for three months. Um, but we went from like I don't know, 200 and something Google reviews to about 500 Google reviews yep. from people just saying like this company has given us all their, mo- all their money back. And at that point, all, this, all the scumbags were ripping people off and keeping yeah. all their money. You know who you are, Virgin and Qantas. Um, <laughs> True. P and O, you scumbag. Jet no. Star. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they, everyone was just like really happy. And then skip forward when we could start doing tours again. We did this big marketing push again, thanks with Mon. Yep. She said, there were so many people that were pissed off at all the other tour companies. You should just say, yeah. if someone ripped you off and didn't give back all your money, we will discount that off the price of oh, our tour. Jesus. And we'd already been hemorrhaging money for three months, so what's another month yeah, going to be? <laughs> so we did this big marketing push saying that if any 
to a company and taken your money, if you have proof, send it to us. Yeah. Book in a tour with us and we will discount that off the price of our tour. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we went from no tours on the books yeah. <laughs> to the minute we could start opening up again. Um, yeah, we just went absolute gangbusters and we were flat stick again. And it was awesome. It was all locals and the support from locals was awesome. So, yeah, we were pretty lucky. Um, and, yeah, it hurt. We were sort of only just just recovered. <laughs> Tipsy Tours has only sort of just recovered from that. Um, it hurt. Yeah, it fuck, I can imagine. But in saying that, at least everyone got online and supported. And Yeah. This is what happened, especially when you're looking at a lot of reviews at that time off companies like Qantas and all that where they're just getting Smashed. ripped apart. Or old mate at the Burley Pav who said you need to be vaccinated. Did you see that? Oh, no. Oh, he, he went on. Gold Coast News and said, you've got to, like, you've had enough time to get vaccinated, so it's your fault. You're not welcome to our venues if you're not vaccinated. Bad luck. We hate Burley Pav. So everyone just absolutely nailed him on social media. And Fun story know. about Burley Pav. So underneath, <laughs> before it was Burley Pav, my mate Marcus, shout out to Marcus, he had, um, he owns Nook, the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah. So they've been there for, fuck. 12, 13 years in that same spot underneath where Burley Pav is now. And then they wanted to, they upped the rent by something stupid, he paid it, and then they upped it again, like six months later, and it went fucking through the roof. Anyway, yeah. so he's then had to move, which luckily enough now he's across the road in the arcade there, so it's the same spot. Yeah. But they then put in their own coffee shop in that spot. Oh. So, yeah, they're like, because they told him, like, no, we don't want a coffee shop in this area, like, yeah. we want people to come upstairs. And yeah, then they just bang. bang. Yeah, he's a fuckwit. Yeah. But anyway, so... In business idea. <laughs> yeah. It obviously worked. I hope everyone looks at that coffee shop and just goes across to Nook and then... They do. They still yeah, go good. across to Nook and he's got a littler shop now and it's just... He doesn't even sell food, like just your good protein balls and... Yeah, you see, fuck the cups everywhere. But awesome. All the milfs in the morning go get their coffee on their walk. Woo! But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so COVID's happened and then you've thought, fuck it, I'm going to start a distillery. Yeah, so I, I nothing's nothing censored, so I may as well say it. The um, Tambourine Mountain Distillery was a company that we used to do a little bit of business with, a little bit, a lot of business with, yeah. and then um, they they sold out well before COVID. Um, the original owners, a crazy Russian lady and a crazy British man. We have a big Russian audience too. Ooh, yeah, strange, strangely, Eastern Europe, very big. They're epic. Your <laughs> alcohol is something else, eh? Everything, everything you make is good. Um, my mum had a – my mum used to teach English. Total yeah. segues. Yeah. But it's about Russian. And uh, Veronica Kononova, if you're watching this, <laughs> reach out. No, don't. I'm a married man now. <laughs> my mum had this student – she used to teach English and, and we'd have these students all the time stay at our place. And I was I was pretty young and, and she was my age. And she was crazy. She was so hot. <laughs> like if I if I was I don't know how to say this politely. I don't think Monique will watch or listen to this. She was we'll clip she was part. so hot. <laughs> like she was so hot and she was all ab- about whatever you wanted. And yeah, um right. Yeah, if only a good, I was a good Christian boy though back then. Oh no! So I was petrified of this this devil woman Ooh. with massive breasts. Nice. It was the sexiest thing I've ever seen at that <laughs> point in time. It's a good Russian woman. And um, yeah, she was from Vladivostok. I have no idea where that is. 
Well, it's in Russia, I guess. <laughs> Somewhere in Russia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, she was very, very attractive. I'll never forget her. My mum was freaking out. She was like, you can't, you, she's one of my students. I'm not doing nothing. She's all over <laughs> How me. How old were you? Oh, probably 15. Oh, that's yeah. a prime. I know. <laughs> waste, waste. <laughs> Bloody church, it does terrible things to you. It made me never, what? I could have hooked up with her and I never did. Never oh. did nothing. I was petrified. What she was all been? about it. Oh. What could have been? I know. Monique wouldn't have even been on the scene. True. You could have been in Russia. I could have. <laughs> I've been helping take back Ukraine. Boom. Um, <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Tambourine. So, um, yeah, they they basically did the opposite of what we tried to do, or Tipsy Tours did with the um, during COVID, and that was obviously supporting locals. And they, they pretty much went... These new owners, sorry, they, they bought out. It wasn't the Russian, the, the British guy. They were awesome people. They made all their own alcohol, blah, 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 blah. Um, they sold out to a, a, I think she's a Chinese lady who has, used to real estate in, <laughs> used to real estate on the Gold Coast. She bought it out. Yeah. And they moved from the old place um, to this this new place. They fitted it all out. Um, and instead of producing ethanol, they started buying it all from Inner Circle Distilling. Um, and then just flavouring other people's ethanol, which most distilleries do, which is fine. That's what they do. But most distilleries are nice people. This guy's he's just a fuckwit. Yeah. He's a manager. He reckons he's top shit. He knows absolutely nothing about alcohol and distilling. <laughs> um, and he's just a jerk. But anyway, he he basically said we're halving our tastings and doubling our price. Oh, Jesus. And everyone's stuck in Queensland, so this is what we're sort of doing. And... You know, a lot of businesses increased their price slightly, but it was the way you went about it and just didn't sit well with me. So, yeah, I went, we're not, we're not going to do business with you anymore. We'd already had a couple of other issues like, I know, people drinking alcohol at his distillery, which he didn't like. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, he's just a strange character. Yeah. Very strange character. Old as well. So, yep. you know, no fun. Tambourine mountain air his whole life. Ugh, standard. Bit of, bit of a coup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I went home and went. Well, I'm not doing business there. Castle Glen is another distillery up there. Um, there's another little place at the bottom of Tambourine that distills stuff, and sort of reached out to all them. Wasn't really the vibe of Tipsy Tours. Yeah. Um, I was halfway through a advanced master distillers degree, which no one knew about, which was funny because yeah, a lot of places didn't know that. I also did a, a wine. A Salaman course and a, a brewmaster as well, which yeah. is beer and wine, but that shit no one likes beer <laughs> and wine. Nah. If you make a mistake with beer, you just call it a lager and everyone drinks it. <laughs> Add flavouring to it and call it something else. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I went home, spoke to Mon, and said to her, like, I think I'm going to start a distillery. And she went, are you serious? Like, why would you do that? All the venues <laughs> are shut. And, um, like every good wife, she gave me a pat on the head and said, all right, I'll stand beside you and let's do it. Let's let's go. Yeah. Um, so, started the process of getting licenses. Finished my advanced master distillers. I finished it real quick. It was a, a correspondence thing at that time because of COVID still. So that yeah. made it really easy. I could do it at my own pace. Smashed it out in three months. I finished it all off. Got my advanced master distillers, which made it really easy to get it approved with a artisanal liquor license. Um, and then found this venue. So it was just an empty empty warehouse and started producing a shitload of ethanol, started 
aging all whiskies and bourbons and rums. Um, still haven't been able to actually sell a whiskey, bourbon or rum because it's still, you, you know, like a bourbon's got to be two years aged and whiskey's three. So we're, we're March next year will be my first bourbon that I can release. But we do nice. like a heap of different liqueurs and make all our own tinctures and everything. So I'm basically an alcoholic and have a hidden venue that I can drink at <laughs> by myself legally. Um, that's pretty much what it is. But then, yeah, we brought a few of the tipsy tour groups through um, about a year ago now to the distillery. Um we specialize in a heaps of cocktails and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. We brought a few of the groups in and they loved it. So now it's like the go-to stop on tours. Most definitely. Um, we don't we don't like telling people that it's ours because then they're like, oh, you've got the fucking monopoly. Yeah, like, exactly. No, it's just we're actually a good venue. Yeah. It's, it's good fun. It's a place to finish with loud music and you can do whatever you want uh, within reason of liquor <laughs> and gaming. But, um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. So... Started the distillery and yeah, off. online shop. It hasn't taken off as well as I thought. I'm, I know nothing about online. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't look young, but I'm reason <laughs> like I'm 31 and I should be better at social media. Yeah, but I'm not very good at it. So. Luckily, your wife is. Yeah, <laughs> that's company. Right. So she's done all the online website, which I think most companies would have already had an online store and been selling yeah. stuff. I've only just got around to doing that. So, That's right. Yeah, we're getting there. And now I'm trying to run it and I, I really don't know what I'm doing because <laughs> she's so busy with work. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, I can do this. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's just so much stuff that makes no sense to me. Well, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's just a whole other world. But how do you go selling alcohol online? Do you need like special license? Or do you have to check IDs? Like I don't... It's a great question. I don't know either. I don't quite... Yeah. I'm going to fail forwards until I get a fine. Well, I'm just going to keep going until some... Someone comes so and knocks on my door and says you're in trouble. You have to enter in your date of birth. Yeah, the website, you got to say this. And, I, and you got to pay on a credit card. Yeah, so true. So, mind you, I, you could steal your parents' credit card. <laughs> yeah, well. Like, how am I supposed to know? I, and that's the thing is, I really don't know. Yeah. So probably I shouldn't admit that with being the owner of the, the, the <laughs> license, but. No. I don't know. I don't know. Like, a team behind you. Yeah, you know, if you flog someone's credit card and bought it online and mm. used their name and everything and then waited for the box to roll, I don't, I don't know. Oh. Don't do that if you're underage. <laughs> Definitely don't. Don't do that because I don't know if I'll be in trouble or not. Oh, yeah. All right, so you've got yep. Win- so you got Tips Tours. You've now opened up Winchester. Yep. How'd you come up with the name Winchester? Shaun of the Dead. There you go. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, it's um it's a, a piss take of Dawn of the Dead, a zombie apocalypse <laughs> movie. And it's appropriate because of the middle of COVID when we sort of opened it all up. Yeah. Um, we had a few... Family issues going on at the time as well, so we we were looking after um, one of my nephews who was he was a fifteen year old. That was that's interesting itself. He came up from Melbourne in COVID, and I had to quarantine with him for two weeks because he was a minor. Um, it, was, it was a massive violence thing, which wasn't wasn't good. But um, we got him out. We brought him up here. Got got him in, um, and we were looking after him for a while. And then yeah, so we had that that issue and some other things going on. Um, had some issues with Monique's, Monique's family and they got medical problems as well with, with her side of the family and my side of the family and blah, 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 blah. So um, the whole point of the Winchester was in this in this piss-take movie, they, they talk about, like, the zombies are coming and they don't know what they're going to do and it, they come up with this plan, these, these two guys, and they're going to go and kill the father-in-law. They're going to go get the girlfriend who hates the bloke anyway. They're like, they just broke up. He's going to get the girlfriend. He's going to get his mum. 
and they they got to go somewhere safe, and they come up with all these places they could go, and the final plan is uh, that they're going to go to the Winchester, which is their local pub, <laughs> where they can have a cold pint and wait for all the shit to blow over. So this was our place to come and Winchester. wait for all the shit to blow over the Winchester while the zombie apocalypse <laughs> of COVID was happening. Um, so yeah, it is a cool venue. It is a pretty it's cool. Spot. Fucking real cool. We talk about it, and you'll be like, "Oh, we want to come." You can't. You'll never find it. Yeah, exactly. It Why do you not put up an address? Because then people will come here, and <laughs> I don't know. No, it's I, staffing's a big problem at the moment. Um, yeah, we got we got. I've been reaching out trying to find staff because they're all pregnant. They keep falling pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not even sure if they're all mine. <laughs> I know one of them is. That's Aaron. No, I'm only kidding. No, it's Monique's. It's Monique's. It's Maybe you mine. need to do a sex ed course before they start. Maybe. <laughs> but they're very sexual people that work for Tipsy Tours, aren't they? Yeah, very. And the Winchester. Jesus. Yeah, very. Maybe we need to bring back Harold, the little giraffe in the van, and park out like... in front on your way in. Induction. <laughs> Read this. Oh, shit. How... Yeah, so I am. Um, just struggling to find staff. Yeah. So I'm. Um, once I find staff, the plan is we'll open up on a Friday Arvo until like seven o'clock because we're Sweet. obviously surrounded by all the industrial warehouses and whatnot, and there'll be a bunch of people want to come and have have drinks after work on a Friday, and then we'll open for tipsy tours. Um, and and we're doing a bit of business with another tour company as well. Ooh. Um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Scandalous. A rival company. I wouldn't say rival. They do a lot of brewery and distillery oh. tours and. I met the owners and they're, they're all right. Not so. the one named after a fruit? Nah. Or whatever it is, fruit, vegetable, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, funny, eh? The last email I sent to him, I was like, here's the detail of my lawyer. Like, just fuck off. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Like, we're not in high school, you fuck with. Yeah, we're own companies, off. you idiot. Like, there's so much business. And, yeah, he's done himself out of a lot of work because we just stopped sending work to him now. We used to say, yes. Anyway, no, nah, it's not definitely not them. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a plan. Friday, we'll have tours. Friday afternoon, we'll have a bunch of the, the people that know about who we are and whatnot and come here, have drinks before they go out to dinner or go home yeah. um, and drive home safely, obviously, if they're driving. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Saturday will be tours, private parties, and then Sunday Sorry. tours again. It just means that we don't have to... Yeah, we're not saying, oh, we're up until midnight and then yeah, exactly. it pisses down with rain and no one rocks up because they're all at home. And then you're still here till midnight. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So, Fuck that. And, and staff. Once we get staff, that, that's the plan. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll open up. And then and hospitality yeah. sucks. Yeah. You don't want to be here when it's quiet. And I don't, like, I'm when I work behind the bar now, making cocktails and whatnot, I don't think I'm allowed to drink. So <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, like, probably I hate not. working <laughs> because you can't drink. Yeah. I want I want to sit on this side of the bar, not that side and work. I want to sit on this side and have a few too many drink, a few drinks. Yeah, well, and you can't do that. You're from the Gold Coast, apply. Yeah, <laughs> even if you don't know what you're doing, a liquor licenses. I mean, a, a responsible service is easy to get. Yeah, exactly. It's all online now, anyway. Yeah, it's fucking it's, dodgy. It's so it's, dodgy. It doesn't make a responsible service thing. I've never been in hospitality, by the way. I've never been in hospitality. This is your first hospitality. This. Yeah. The first, oh, the first time I've ever served someone a drink was at my own distillery. Jesus Christ. Because um, <laughs> when, when you have a tour company, as a, as a tour driver, you don't need an RSA to serve people. You can serve them two standard, like a hairdresser. You go to a barber or a hairdresser and they can yeah. serve you a drink without a liquor license or an RSA, right? I've never even thought of that. 
Yeah, so they True. can. So as a as a tour operator, you can serve everyone. Don't don't quote me on this, but it, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's two standard drinks for every every person per hour or something. Yeah, right. Maybe it's one standard. Yeah. Whatever it is, you can you can serve them drinks. So you're doing a wine tasting. You go into every venue every hour. Yeah, you can. And it's tasting, so you can serve them the tastings. Interesting. Um. Yeah. So. Got, got an RSA, got an RMLV, got the distillery. And the first drink I ever served as a hospitality worker was at my own place. And Fuck, how good is that? It's, um, it's That's a, good, though. It's a weird. Everyone complains about it. Well, here's a bit different, though. It's oh. it's fun. Like, I'm not working until 2 o'clock in the morning. And But I will say one thing. The RSA course, they're like, if some bloke walks up staggering and he's slurring his words and he asks for a drink, yeah. you know, give him a water. I don't know about you, but I've been that person on the other side of the bar. <laughs> and when people refuse you, it just makes you angry because you're drunk. Yeah. It, it's not that you're a jerk. And you're like, oh, come on, just serve me a drink. So you go back to your mates and they would just go get you a drink, right? Yeah. But it would be easier to just like not charge them and give them a zero beer or something yep. because then they're not going to lose their shit at you. And you got like, you can get an RSA at 16. Imagine a 16-year-old. Imagine you walking up to a bar yeah, and exactly. give me a fucking drink. You just Not that you're angry or anything. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you're drunk and you're having a, you know, say Melbourne Cup, that's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. well, it, it was three days ago whenever this comes out. But um, Yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> and, like, if you're getting on it with your mates and you're yeah. at the races and then, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon there's still another two races to go or whatever, and someone says, no, you're cut off. That, you're not going to be happy about that. So you may as well just, look, go pour them a zero. Don't tell them, oh, look, mate, have this one. It's on us. Let them have their drink. They'll come back in an hour or half an hour and have another one. Yeah. They don't know the difference. That's what the rule should be. Not not well, yeah. bloody tell them no and have a water because that's just going to get them grumpy. In saying that, I used to love telling people no. Yeah, but look at the size of you. Look at me. <laughs> no, I'm 62 fuck kilos. Especially on Melbourne Cup Day. Melbourne Cup Day was always a good one. Or Anzac Day or any of them. Like, race day, Saturdays were the best. Yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, there's still, like, one or two races left. And I'm like, I don't care, get out. Like, oh, go watch it somewhere else. Like, just go. Or they'd send their mates and you'd be like, all right, you try to buy them and just kick the whole group out. It's like, yeah, all no. of you just go. Yeah, I'm petrified. <laughs> I used to love that. That was I'm, the best. If someone told me to get out your size, I'd be like, no. And you'd be like, get out. I'm like, okay, Bye. But fuck, I'm the size of one of your thighs, <laughs> literally. Yeah, nah. Hospitality sucks. It's a bad industry. Yeah. This like Winchester and distillery is probably a lot different to it's well hidden working in a the fucking dingy pub that I used to work in. Yeah, but I'd always pick the worst ones. Like I could happily work at one where I've got twenty security guards with me, but I choose the one where the boss is too stingy to put on a security guard, and so you got three females, you. and yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle, you'll be right. You'll do with it. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> 20 dudes, let's go. Bye. Oh, but, Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. with all the tours and that, I'm sure you got a few crazy stories. Yeah. Any that you can share? Well, I used to, <laughs> when the festivals are on down at Byron, I used to take a bus down there nice. and I'd sleep in my bus, in the back seat of the bus, and I'd drive like festival transfers. Nice. So um, there was some pretty crazy shit that happened there. Like, I've seen, because you're picking people up in the morning, they're about to get in, trying to sneak into a festival, get into a festival. Yep. And that rear vision mirror, I swear to God, <laughs> it could sue so many people for just the weird sexual harassment stuff that it's seen. Yeah. I've watched people hide drugs in places 
Nice. I didn't know you could hide drugs there. <laughs> and and I didn't know you could hide that much drugs in those places either. <laughs> Girls and guys. Yeah. Nice. I've seen I've seen hidden things and hidden places and nooks and crannies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was driving and I looked in the rear vision mirror to it was Blues Fest, which I thought was a family play. <laughs> it's a chill time. And it, I picked up, it was, I don't know, probably 18 people from this Airbnb. And I picked them up a couple of days because that's a five-day festival. And they, were, they this was, would have been the Saturday. So I think it's Thursday, Friday, and this was a Saturday. So, um, yeah, picked them up, got them in the back. I looked in the rear vision mirror. And I thought there was a girl dead in one of the seats. So I pulled up and I, I spoke. Turned around, I was like, your friend, is she all right? Like, this isn't good. And she, out of this comatose state, just sort of looked at me and went, I'm fine, but I need to get out. And I opened up the door. And this is right at the end of the main road at Byron Bay. And I opened up the door and she got out and her girlfriend grabbed her and, like, pushed her out onto the road, uh, out onto the side of the road there on the grass. And there is a picture on my phone somewhere of this because... One of their mates was filming it, and I was like, that is fucked up. Can you send it to me? <laughs> but her her girlfriend that was not the comatose one grabbed this girl by the back of the head and grabbed her two fingers and rammed her fingers into her throat to make oh, her throw up. Jesus. And I've got this picture of this girl, like, grabbing her hair and pulling her head back, and it's like this, and she's so aggressive, and that's the picture. It's just that. And hectic. I watched her ram her fingers like this, like four or five times into her throat, and she was throwing up everywhere. And then she got back onto the bus, and her friends, I think they were giving her Panadol in, in capsule form. Yep. I think it was two Panadol that they gave her. <laughs> and then they, well, they assisted her in doing a train wreck, which I'd, nice. I found out, I yes. found out that day what it was. <laughs> So it was uh, two pills in the mouth, oh, one pill in the bum. An assisted train wreck. Yeah, meets good. in the middle. And, oh. uh, yeah, so that was that was an eye-opener. I have assisted one bloke in doing a train wreck before. Shout out to Becca. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was interesting, that one. But um, tipsy tour-wise, there's just so much nudity. Yeah. There's a lot of nudity on tipsy tours, which is, is great. Good on, good on people. Mm. Feel comfortable in your skin. Um, I believe that there was a Gold Coast community group that, that got grumpy at some van that was mooning oh, their, their son. And it was like <laughs> she, her, her rant. Karen, this Karen had written like you know, thank you to the bus on Brisbane Road or whatever <laughs> that you know with the girls that were putting their ass against the back window. My twelve-year-old son was in the passenger seat and he was disgusted and I'm really angry about it. And all these no, comments, he wasn't. Yeah, all these comments were like, "Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if your water bill goes up this week." And all these funny things. So it was it was pretty good. Um, yeah, you yeah, do see a, a lot of titties, a lot of butts, a lot, lot of, of dicks. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of dicks. Actually, I was sent a video that never went up on socials because we probably would have been locked for it but um it was a bloke bending over in front of the bus and he had the typical w on both ass cheeks and you've seen that before but he did the whole proper spread the cheeks apart so it said wow and that was that was an interesting video to be sent (laughs) i'm like pull my phone out flat out looked at it i was oh Oh, wow sweet (laughs) but it's good we've had we've had one real bad one like tipsy tours everyone everyone drinks 
and it's fun. A lot of people don't drink wine too often, yeah. so um, it can be a bit messy. I've done my own tipsy tour before, and I've been pretty messy because I'm not <laughs> I'm not a big wine drinker, and it, it knocks you, especially when it's really hot. Yeah, like the last few days it's been hot, so this weekend it knocks you around a bit more than normal. Um, but we had we had this one group, and they were animals. Hey, they weren't even humans. They were they were <laughs> fucked. My driver rang me almost in tears, and I um. I just said to him, tell them you're leaving. And they got five minutes to get back on the bus. And if they don't get on the bus, just leave. Um, he rang me or he sent me a voice message and he said, everyone's on the bus. I'm just leaving now. I'm going to drop my home. And he, he was at Mason Winery up at Tambourine and had to drive back to Brisbane to oh. drop them off into the valley where they, where they were living in an apartment. And they were all, they were all here on like four, five, seven visas. Oh working, God. Working visas. And, uh, they were scousers, yep. apart from one who was a, an Aussie chick, <laughs> and she was off her head. Like, she had passed out on the bus, but it was seven and a half grand damage to the bus. They tried Holy to catch fuck. one of the seats on fire. They were pissing on the back seat. They poured a bottle of red wine over this girl who was passed out on the seats. What? And I said to my driver, I said, just drive them home, direct home. Don't stop. Just drive. Yeah, fuck. Um, if they don't, if, they, if it gets weird or dangerous, just pull up at the nearest cop shop and just say, get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and he rang me and he's like, the bus is a mess. And I said, just drop it to my house. I'll clean it. And it was, it was out. <laughs> I'll clean it. It was out for a week. I had like two face masks on. I had the gloves up to here. It looked like I was trying oh. to artificially inseminate a cow. Hectic. And, yeah. I had a gurney. I pulled all the seats out and I gurneyed the inside of one of these buses. That was one of my buses. Yeah. Oh, so I was no. feeling about that. Um, it's probably um, better than a rental. <laughs> a rental would have sucked, but if it's that much damage, you just go. There's your insurance excess. Yeah, true. Um, but not that I, because they wouldn't have wanted to do business with this anymore. But it was pretty shit. I was up until early hours of the morning oh. cleaning this bus out, and all the neighbours kept coming over and like knocking on the door because all the the whole back of the van was open. This they thought you'd killed someone in this van. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I had all the seats out on the driveway. I sprayed them all with engine degreaser and fabric softener and gurneyed them all and left them out in the sun for a week. The door of the van, Jesus. all the car doors were open and just left it open for a week. And everyone kept coming going, your, your van doors are open. I'm like, yeah, no, don't, don't go in there. Like, if you want to steal it, take it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was, that was the worst. No one, people drink and everyone's having fun. That was just, that's an animalist. Like that was yeah, that's next level. Yeah, we've never had anything even come anywhere close to that. Like people get drunk, people are sick. You know, I'm far out. I vomit when I drink. Yeah, but they usually are a little bit more respectful about it or have a little bit more class. But like, yeah, literally, I don't know. Yeah, that's next level. It was bad, hectic. It was bad. People rooting on the bus. Yeah, apparently one of my drivers. Yeah, (laughs) I put a thing on Instagram and. I said, no, I think I would, we, the response was, has anyone had sex on tour or on the bus? And I was like, my response was, no, like I would have, I would have not been told about that. Yeah. Like I would have, I would have known, so I don't think it's happened. And then as soon as I responded to that, um, I had two people reach out, like I have had sex on your bus. And then another person who was a driver was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen someone have sex on the bus and I'm pretty sure I've had sex on the bus. <laughs> pretty sure I've so, had sex on the bus. Yeah, I went, oh, Jesus. I think you'd, think you'd know if you did. Yeah, I should have charged extra for those two bits. <laughs> yeah. Like blacked Adults out windows. Yeah. This is why you don't have tipsy tours on the side of them. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I used to have one of the buses with Tipsy on the side of it. And I was driving it. I had no one on the bus. And I was driving up to Brisbane to pick people up to take them to like the cricket or something. Yeah. And I got a phone call. And you know, I answered it. And, you know, Tipsy 2 is you speaking with code. And they, they go, oh, we're behind one of your buses. I'm in the slow lane doing a hundred. Yeah. Like these buses don't go fast. They're all limited as well. <laughs> and they go, I passed one of your buses and they've cut me off and rah, rah, rah. I said, where are they? I was passing the Hyperdome at the time. And they, they, they went, oh, you, we're just passing Logan near the Hyperdome. Rah, rah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I know who's driving that. Like, oh, I'll ring them and, and speak to them. I hung up because I've had drivers say, oh, because I get calls and I'm like, hey, you know, someone rang because you cut them off or mm. you're speeding or this yeah. or that. And then that was the first time I've ever got a call where I was the one driving. I was like, because <laughs> my driver's going, I never did it. I never yeah. did it. And you give them the benefit of the doubt and you say, look, just be more cautious. Yeah. But then the first time that happened to me, I was like, fuck off. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. What's the point? Like, come on. Are you serious? We're People just love to complain. So, yep. The next week, fucking all the stickers come off. No, yeah. no, no phone number, no buses. Yep. Never had a call since. Turns out my drivers aren't doing the wrong things after all. Speeding tickets only. I've got to find. My parents have a car that I have. Yeah. My my mum got done by one of those not wearing a seatbelt things. Oh. And dad got a speeding fine. <laughs> and then and then not even two weeks later, he rang me. He's like, oh, I need the insurance details. I crashed it. I was oh, like, are you kidding me? No. So, yeah, in a month, a fine for not wearing a seatbelt was like a thousand bucks or something. Oh, speeding good. fine. And then crashed and wrecked the back bar. He reversed into like a pole. Like, oh, shit. Mind oh. you, a week later, he had a massive heart attack. So Ooh, yeah, he's got a good excuse. Maybe he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's not good. <gasps> any have any of the drivers crashed the bus? Yes, Jason last week. <laughs> Jason, yeah, that was City of Gold Coast fault though. True, I felt sorry for him. There was there was through roadworks, and there was a water barrier, and there was a big metal thing sticking out about twenty centimeters from the water barrier into the lane. Yeah, right. and that's what he had caught. So I'm still, I hopefully he doesn't listen to this because then he'll think that I got sympathy for him. No, he's, <laughs> he's still crash bandicoot. Um, forty eight hundred bucks worth of damage. Um, that was that was, that was a big, big bus, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not that much when you think about it. Like mm. forty eight hundred bucks isn't much. It was that was a door glass that had to be replaced um, and a fuel lip. But that was the beginning of the tour, and the bus was fine. Like it was drivable. It was just all cosmetic damages. But yeah, it was sticking out. It was like it's like the um one of those things where they attach another water barrier to it, yeah. but it was sticking out into the lane Close rather the than way. out. So that's what he'd caught, which is bugger. The best one was Andy. <laughs> Andrea. Because, uh, yeah, Andrea. Andrea. Um, because I'm pretty sure she ran, like, rolled into, a, like, a warning danger, don't, don't hit this pole <laughs> sign. So that's pretty funny. That was at a servo. I think it was, like, maybe it was one of those, like, there's electrical wires or yeah. something underneath, but it was just a little pole and, and just hit that. I don't think it was really much damage. It was just, like, a front bar. That wasn't too bad, and then we had um, we had we had a driver at a servo pull out from a, the Bowser and clip the front of a car, and it was all on the BP servo um, thing. We we subpoena the footage and whatnot. Usually, we just there's your excess yeah, sweep. Yeah. But this this bloke was claiming that oh, no. like the amount of damage it was. We had ruined his rear diff. Oh, we had man. ruined his wheel alignment. Everything. Like, <sighs> It barely clipped Fuck the it bar, out. and the photos. So it had it had t- 
taken a bit of our paint off and when you sort of gave his car a bit of a scratch, it, the, our paint came off his bumper. It really wasn't much damage. Yeah, nothing. You buy him a new bumper. It's <laughs> 700 bucks and to get painted or whatever and fitted. And that's what I was expecting. But he was like <laughs> full-blown trying to get like... Trying to make this car a full write-off. Mind you, the, the car was barely worth fucking 700 bucks. Oh, fuck you, though. And, um, yeah, this went on for like two months. And <laughs> and we just we just handed it over. Because we, we sort of went, well, we're going to pay for a bar, man. Like, yeah, take what it. What do you want? Like, we're paying your excess. Um, and then, yeah, he, he wanted to claim that we had wrecked his rims on the whole oh, right side of his car and everything. You know. And... We ended up not even having to pay anything because he wanted oh. to take us to court, and and our lawyers just dealt with it. And yeah, we, once we got the footage, because then we spent the footage and could see that it, we'd barely clipped the front of his car, <laughs> and he's claiming that we've ruined his rear tires and done all this damage. So because it was all false insurance claims that he was putting through, he got done, and his insurance didn't even cover him. <laughs> oh, so how bad is that? Serves you right, you scumbag. Yeah, fuck that. I won't tell you what country he was from. <laughs> we can have guess. One guess. <laughs> India. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yep. Anyway. All right, then. So future plans? Um, I'd like to sleep at some point. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, you're always working. Yeah. Day off, holiday due soon, surely. Uh, no. I've got a baby due. Yep. <laughs> got a baby due in a couple of months. So, so no holidays. Yeah. <laughs> For 18 People years. Going, yeah. <laughs> A little girl too, so twenty one. Oh years. Jesus! Uh, people keep going. Oh, your first child, first child. So everyone keeps saying, "Oh, you're going to be exhausted." I already am. Yeah, can't like, get I'm any looking worse. forward to having a couple of days off. Yeah, you know, waking up every two hours, sweet. At least that means I'm asleep. Yeah, true. <laughs> we did a party here. We didn't. We didn't leave here until one o'clock on Saturday, and then I, I there was a girl that was helping me, and I sent her a message. Because she lives a fair way away, and I just sent her a message when I got home, just saying, "Hey, I hope I hope you got home all right." And um, that was at like one thirty almost. By the time I showered and got in bed, and you try and listen to fucking techno music all night or whatever they're yeah. listening to, and you're wide and trying to relax. And then um, just my body clock woke me up. I was up at like ten past five, and sent her a message saying it is way too early to wake up <laughs> so, like four hours sleep and then yeah had to do it all again on sunday and then um but no i'm really looking forward to it what's what's next um the online store we we're talking about yeah. that with the distillery so the hopefully cool. that kicks off um wouldn't mind getting a couple of venues on board um yeah. and supplying to them so that'll be cool so, a different product and it's hard. We got we got a couple of venues at the moment. We've got a mining company as well. We do all customized labels for this mining firm and sweet. They buy you know a hundred bottles and we put all their own customized labels on it. They give it to their good clients, they give it to good staff, they have them all on a massive wall in one of their offices and have them all on display with their yeah, mining nice. firm company. So that's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. Um so that's that's probably the type of thing we we're going to try and do is maybe reach out to like real estate companies and say we can do all these customized bottles. Yeah. Because they're buying like shit bottles of champagne that everyone yeah. puts in their cupboard, no one drinks it, and they pop it oh, in like half when of you buy a house. Where, you know, you have bloody customized distilled beverages. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's better and you can customize it. We don't, we don't give a shit about our name. It's the product. <laughs> like, we don't, I don't care if it says Winchester or Chester's look yours on it. Yeah. We, we're happy to put on whatever. 
So we'll probably smash out the online store, um, try and get some sales up, just to build confidence on that. Might spend a bit of money on on some, well, not spend money on marketing because obviously my partner owns a marketing You've got firm. It. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll run some pretty cool little promos and coming up to Christmas as well, we'll we'll try and smash some stuff through the online store, and then I don't know. I don't know what's next. I, I, I really want to... Um, Bigger venue? I want to start a TV show. TV actually. show? Yeah. But Monique's not keen. She doesn't want to use her resources to... Of what happens in the distillery? Or sort of, of the tours? Almost almost going back to the original backpacker trips. Oh, no. You imagine Who Dares Wins, <laughs> Get Away, and Geordie Shaw. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we're going to fill... the. Fill a double decker bus or a slink, one of those slinky buses. Yeah. Say we got ten blokes, ten guys, ten girls, or ten people and ten other people. I don't. I want to be you know, <laughs> twenty gender neutral people yep. on a bus, <laughs> and uh, and basically feed them alcohol, take them around Australia. Nice. And they get evicted along the way, like proper, like <laughs> go you know, get you're the weakest link, get out, like chuck them off the bus and <laughs> throw their bags off, and you're out. But but get away, as in, so who dares wins is like you, you'd give them a challenge. So it's you know you might take them out to the middle of nowhere and take them gold fossicking. Yeah, it's like the person who collects the least amount of gold over two days. You know, you're off the bus. Like yeah, you kicked off and you dump them in the here. middle of fucking Weeper, wherever, wherever. <laughs> I don't know where gold mining is. Yeah. Uh, Mount Isa, is it? Bathurst. Bathurst. There you go. Somewhere out there. Mount Panorama. Yep. And, and you know, take them out to Winton and Longreach and get them to work on, like, a farm. Oh, and, Jesus you know, Christ. Get them to – they've got to muster a cow or ride a bull <laughs> or something. I don't know. They've got to do all these things, and the worst at it gets voted off yeah. or, or gets kicked off. And, you know, take them to Adelaide and Great White Shark diving and stuff. So you're yeah, promoting so these local companies and, you know, farms and all this sort tourism. of stuff. So that's the getaway part of it. And then, yeah, Geordie Shaw or Big Brother, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they're all sleeping in this double-decker bus. So half of the bus is decked out as, oh, as no. sleeping quarters. <laughs> the other half is a bus. And we travel around Australia and, yeah, eventually there's a winner and you get X amount of dollars or whatever it is. And I like that's pretty cool idea. Epic. That's a good idea. It probably wouldn't be popular in Australia, but I feel like the UK and America would love something like got that. Pommies or yeah, mix it up. Yeah. Bit of this, bit of that. It'd be epic. I reckon it would be epic. <laughs> Some but Monique said no. Type stuff. She said, "Don't be stupid." I met a couple of her friends that film like Hollywood movies, <laughs> and I was did like, Look, "Monique, yeah, of course I did." And she's going, "Oh, you're so embarrassing." <laughs> I reckon it's gold. Oh, cool. Someone's going to steal that idea now. If you do, it's sweet. But I just want a little bit of money out of Probably it. Probably the Russians. Oh yeah, they got some coin. Putin, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm in. Up. Fuck, how good. That'd be cool. Yeah. But, uh, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen, but that'd be nice. Still be all right. Yeah. But yeah, bigger venue or are you happy? I'll probably always keep this as a tasting venue and a private function. Yeah. Because like, you you know what it's about. Um, yeah. You can't really get here. So it's yeah. very secluded. It's very private. Like um, when the maths crew were here, you know, they couldn't, yeah. no one could find them. And I think yeah. we had one paparazzi take a couple of pictures, which I think was encouraged by them. Yeah, we were like, we'll just lock the doors down and they won't see you. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. So, yeah. Oh, um, no, we want our that's, three minutes. Yeah, that's it. Again. Um, we make one of the one of the drinks was inspired by Casey Stoner when he was here having a few drinks. So, yeah. Um, you know, to have him and his wife and his kids and stuff here and 
and to have a drink worry. with him, like to sit across the table with uh, with someone who's the best in the world at something. Second twice. best. Second best. Fuck off. Mick, who's, who's second best Australian. They won twice, man. Yeah, but Mick Dillon. When you have... <laughs> I'm not I'm just saying any stories about Mick Dillon. <laughs> when you have a ride named after you, then you're the best. All right. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't it. really watch the GV. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really watch the GV, so I yeah. He um as long as he's a good dude. He is. Which he seems really like he nice is, dude. yeah. Yeah. And um so yeah, we make the passion fruit gym with him. It was it was he, he oh, was so he's the passion fruit one. He's the passion fruit uh-huh. <laughs> He um he was here drinking one of our passion fruit drinks and we were doing it I was cutting all my gins. I'd just run run a gin. Thing and I was explaining to him how, how the process works because he loves his gin. And he said, he was drinking this passion fruit drink and he went, man, you should do a passion fruit gin. <laughs> so um, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a crack. And skip forward eight months. I went, sent yeah, him a message and said, man, I've done it. And he sent me back a message, which was him uh, at the Brisbane International Airport about <laughs> to fly to Spain for Valentino Rossi's oh, last race. Sorry. And he said, Screw you, man. Like, I'm just flying out now. I won't be back for weeks. He said, I think it was like, he said, I won't be back for eight weeks or six weeks or something. And he said, but um, in six weeks and a day, I'll be there and, nice. and pick it up. Um, but then he's been flat stick since he, since he came back from that. And um, his wife came and picked up a heap of stuff nice. the other day. And so, yeah, it's cool to have, like, if this place was open to the public, it, there's no way he would sit here and have a drink yeah, with me exactly. and have a laugh. And I wouldn't be able to show him what I do. So, this place will, will always just stay that. That way, a small, yeah. intimate, cool little spot, and then um, maybe, maybe a bigger venue. I'd like to, I'd like to open a big venue, like yeah. a really big venue. Yeah. Um, and it would be great Gatsby versus my ideas on acid. Nice. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's all I can really say. I've got some weird, kooky ideas. I want this venue to be shut every night. Yeah. By a ninety-year-old naked man walking through it, <laughs> and then looking around, like all the music and everything, it turns off, and he just goes, "What the fuck are all these people doing in my lounge room?" <laughs> and then just just walks off again. Nice. And just that's it. And then everyone just gets kicked out. So all right, everyone, fuck off. Sweet. How good. So fuck yeah. Something real, real weird and trippy. I'd love a weird venue. I want sober people to wake up the next morning at that venue and be like, "What the fuck? What happened last night?" <laughs> What was that place? That's good. So, Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's probably... Awesome. Probably about it. More staff would be nice. Yeah. So if you're from the Gold Coast. Yeah. Or anywhere and you want to move to the Gold Coast. Come down. <laughs> Message coding. <laughs> Alrighty. It. Sweet as. Well, if you don't know, follow Winchester Distillery, Tipsy Tours. Tipsy Tours is nuts. Unique Creative. Yeah. Follow those three. We'll tag them all. But awesome. Thank you very much, Coden. Thank you for coming. We'll speak to you soon. Sounds good. We almost missed. We missed something. We al- we almost missed something. <laughs> I read I read the brief that he sent me two weeks ago that he said about one minute ago. <laughs> Literally. So um, quick one. backstory, Coden used to be a stripper. <laughs> there we go. This wasn't me though. So one of the things was my craziest stripper moment. Yeah. Were you wanting to hear mine or like me watching a stripper? Because I've either. Mine one is just if you're married and you're you're an you're over the age of fifty married, yep. Whether you're a mother or a grandmother, <laughs> you are the ones you have to watch for. Yep. Like 
They need to watch that milkshake consent video that the government <laughs> tried to release years ago that <laughs> failed miserably because they have no concept of consent. <laughs> Blokes at a Bucks party, a stripper will rock up and, and the rules are like, you can't touch me, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't yeah. do this, otherwise I'll take your money and I'm out. Yeah. So, like, you even look at them funny, you're like, oh, oh no, I'm, I'm scared because you're petrified. You think they're going to leave and you don't want to ruin the day and you're also petrified you're going to be bloody arrested or fined <laughs> or, you know, end up in court over something that you didn't even do. So blokes with strippers, most of the time, majority of the time, yep. are, are pretty scared to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, where females with male oh. strippers, like I'm never going to say, oh, she grabbed me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but man, I was petrified <laughs> half the time because you were getting grabbed and whatnot. So yeah, that's no good. But I was at a, at a Bucks party and this chick rocked up and... They put a blind. I've got a weak stomach. Let me start with that. I've got a very weak stomach. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so, this stripper's rocked up. She was doing this this show. It was pretty nuts. Like there was fire. There was hair pulling. There was shaving of Jesus. other people and her. And then they got the buck. There was two two chicks. One of them was real crazy. Um, the other one put a blindfold on on this bloke. On my mate. And uh, got him on all fours and was spanking him, riding him, you know, again doing the shaving cream, catching him on fire stuff. And then the other girl had consumed a bottle of chocolate milk, not inside her mouth either. She didn't drink the (laughs) chocolate milk. She put it inside her vagina. (laughs) And uh, the whole thing was up there. I don't know, they 330 mil or something? The whole (laughs) thing was up there. She... Got in doggy position. The other girl got this guy and moved him right up. Oh, so her no. was she was here. He was his face was here. Pussy was right there. <laughs> Unblindfolded him oh, and no. went boom and squirted this chocolate milk at him. <laughs> you know, like I said, I started this with I've got a weak stomach. So instantly I was dry reaching, took off the bathroom, I was vomiting and vomiting because Oh man, it was one of the most horrific things I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh, it was it's funny now, but at the time I was so sick. Oh, I was so not good. expecting that. And neither was he. Because <laughs> he's open he's the blindfolds come off and he's he went, Oh and just went boof Bang. And just chalky milk. That is That's fucking next level. Yeah. That's good though. That was that was bad. Yeah. That's so good. See, I'm always the guy that eats a lollipop. And if I could pull it out, I'm like, yeah, give it here. <laughs> Oh, God. Every time someone says lollipop, I just think of that song Candy Shop. And then it makes me think of that real shit video on YouTube of me trying to break dance and everyone keeps sharing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't put a link down. We'll share that one as well. Fuck that. Oh, fuck. All right. That was good. Goodbye. That was good. I'm going to go be sick again (laughs) thinking about it. Peace.